Are we going? Check. One, two, three, four. Do you guys need a beer? Five, six. Oh. uh, I don't know. Either way, I'm okay. Do you want one? I can get you one. No, No, I'm going to go down. I left my water. I'm going to get some LaCroix for Mr. Andy here. Mr. Sober October. Sober October for me. And Zach. I walked off the wagon (laughs) (laughs) a couple times. The proverbial No, I'm good. I'm good. I had a beer earlier. I'm strong. Do you want me to run the board? Keep your hands free? Or are you... Oh, absolutely. That's This is communal board. Oh, communal board. So whoever wants to touch it can grab it. There should be enough uh, le- length. That's good. I like that you've said it so that no one can touch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone can touch it. No one can touch it. Yeah. It's in the middle, so it looks communal. Yeah. However, no one can actually reach it. Uh, sometimes I reach for it. That's what happens. He starts to pull it away. No, 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 no. It's fine. It's fine. I need a bigger table with a poo-poo platter. Just yeah. spin that around. Would this be okay for the kids? Truly? Yeah, it looks like it. Black yeah, sure. cherry. Okay. Truly goodness and mercy. Truly, when Falling. your kids are ready to start drinking. Yeah, eases, eases them in. By the way, I'm, I'm thinking about that movie thing tomorrow thinking about it it's tomorrow right? which one? Oh, ghostbusters right it's just that part where they uh the guy's name is be careful it's my favorite movie of all time no uh, i love it but my one of my favorite lines in there is semi oh yes appropriate not appropriate it's like yes it's this man. <laughs> it is <laughs> No talking with the drums taking this back. What were you saying? <laughs> I like how we censored ourselves. And action. So is it the one with all the girls, or what? Ghost, no, what version? No, no, Ghostbusters no, 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 no. We're already, we're already past Return that of anyway. Slimer. There are only two Ghostbusters movies. There are only two. Right. And okay. I would, I would argue that there's Vankman. only one. Two wasn't bad. Um, I didn't hate it. Vankman and uh, Spangler. Spangler. Egon. Winston. All the best. The gatekeeper. Yeah. Key and Peel skit. Oh, the key, key master. master. Yeah, Rick Moranis. <laughs> Gozer. Sigourney Weaver when she goes the Gozerian. She's hot. Yeah. I'd like to think she's still got it going on. Aim for the flat top. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we should talk about something. Besides just, the Stave Puff Marshmallow Man? But Yes, besides that. <clears throat> excuse me. I just do what Scott does. What's that? I say a few words, then <clears throat> prepare for my next thing. <clears throat> yeah, that's good. It's, it's, it's a, it's a good, it's good method. This moment yeah, brought to you by Ridicule. But I'm going to hit another button for the feedback jingle because we did get some feedback yes. related to a very specific ec- episode that doesn't exist anymore. Oh. Feedback! Feedback! <laughs> ba, 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 feedback! You're lucky you don't have <laughs> coffee all over the floor. Something else you're going to 
What's the feedback? She just updated the system, and so now iTunes is all different. How do I get to the store? <laughs> okay, well, Zach's doing that. So they found a uh, road that Pontius Pilate built in Jerusalem recently. So that's pretty cool. He built it recently? He built it recently, yeah. Feels like fake news. Mm. Yeah. So that's good. Yeah. <laughs> fake news. Is there any more to the story? I didn't read the story. <laughs> we, I just saw the headline right now. Like, that was a small piece of cheese. I just saw the headline. It's even, out there, though. I couldn't even smell that cheese. You can look it up. All right. I am ready. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This is from Apple Podcast Review, and you can go ahead and give us a review, listeners. Dear listeners, we need them. We love them. Ooh. Um, this is entitled Long, Long Live the Queen from How Worth It. Uh, five stars. She changed it. It was three stars Ooh. when it first dropped. And you'll see why in a minute because she's kind of reviewing a, an episode. And so if you happen to hear this, dear How Worth It, go ahead and change your review overall to your experience of the podcast. And specific episodes can be done on Facebook or Instagram or whatever. I mean, we got five stars. But so she says, I found this recent podcast... Full of personality and fresh banter, but as a friend, I stand in the gap for TP. Okay. Soft kind or... uh... That would be my wife. Okay. (laughs) Since she is unable to have a voice in this context, Jeff, you almost defended your wife, but the tangent went off into the weeds about couples games and sardines. (laughs) I know you have plenty of faults to rake over the coals, but that doesn't happen because your wife speaks so highly of you. I know TP's motives to get on the Bachelor boys back were solely to mock the women who were out of line gushing over him and also to show Bachelor boy what he chose to subject himself to. TP is the queen, in caps, at mock comedy. I know this. All of her friends know she can laugh at herself and that she indulges in all things revealing truth through comedy i think we are all learning from this very publicly exposed story that she crossed the line and how it affected her family members grace covers the lesson though also it covers you raking her over the coals for it grace grace so this was episode this is in reference to the episode that does not exist anymore that is true um oh here we go so the last one was 115 and it was 114. So you'll see if you look at it, it's 113, Lucid Stool, which should have been called Poop Dreams, according to <laughs> yeah. Andy. It's probably a better pun. I got an update on that later. Oh, okay. Nice. Nice teaser, Andy. And then number 115 is Justin Blank. So Sandwich in the Middle was the one where if you, if our listeners download it automatically, thank you for the downloads, uh, you got it. And this person got it. And she kn- she knows everybody in this situation. She so. does. So, and then Jeff, you called me. You're like, "Hey, uh, my wife and I have been talking about this, and can we just pull it down uh, for her sake?" And so, of course, we did. It's probably for uh, both our sakes. Yeah. Both of our sakes. Yes. Mutual sakedom. Yes. Mm-hmm. So, just for people that didn't hear that episode, we talked about a picture that was taken. Um. You want us to say anything about it or why, no, why I was pulled? I, I, or? Yeah, I went a little off the rails and uh, 
got publicly critical of my wife and acted like it was just um, me joking around. But ultimately, I, I think I was probably um, finding an inappropriate place to vent. And um, then somebody's wife told my wife to listen to that podcast. <clears throat> You can make eye contact with me, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> well, it wasn't my wife. So I think it limits the choices. Um, and, and so, yeah, there was, there was some confrontation, healthy confrontation. And By the way, that happened quick. It the happened episode dropped, very and quick. all of a sudden you're calling me, hey, somebody listened to it and told my wife about it, and she heard it. And, yeah. and now I'm sleeping on the couch outside. We have a couch outside that <laughs> no. I can sleep on. <laughs> Yeah, so all all is well, and uh, I, my wife and I had a pretty good discussion, and um, now it's done, and the podcast came down because I felt it was not appropriate to leave something that caused a wound to, you know, why leave that there? to fester or come back at some point as a topic of discussion when when it can be gone. So we took it down. Yeah. You know, when we were doing that podcast, I did, it's only till looking back when I'm like, oh, Jeff might have been upset about that picture that she <laughs> took with a bachelor. Like, like during the podcast, I was oblivious to that. And just, I thought we were just kind of goofing around. It, it was, was a funny picture. It was, fu- it was fun. Right. But I think there I... There was something underlying. Right. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of fun with this. <laughs> 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 too much, too much fun at, you know, somebody's expense that I love more than anyone. So, well, done. The Bachelor. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, there's so much code going on. It's <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. Did you guys worked it out? Yes. Yes, yes we did. Your Quick. marriage is going to survive. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I will. I would say that I. You had made a comment that oh, this is this is an example of how how strong your marriage is that you could be free to act that way. And I thought about that and went, mm, why create a possible wedge in a relationship? And, yeah. and so I, I thought about that. And I'm like, I don't know, Zach. I don't know if we should be testing our marriages. Wait, what was the, well, what me, was the logic? Let me explain. Uh, does that make make sense? Yeah, it does. Okay. I th- I believe it was closer to. Uh, I don't think Tani would have done it if she th- was worried about your relationship. Like that's what I thought. It, it was a little bit of like in her defense. I don't think she would do it if you your marriage was kind of rocky or you were having a rough time. That she probably wouldn't have done it. I'm guessing, or if she didn't think you could you could handle it for lack of a better term, but. That that's not. I don't think I'm disagreeing with your premise that maybe why do it? Why 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 test it? So does that make sense? No. 
No, nah, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> Probably, and since the episode is deleted, it means right. like the, yeah. right. the, the one person who downloaded it and quickly put up a review on it. I know. It's more than that, but yeah. I was surprised. Uh, this person also, um, Instagram, under the tag Hoodmum, it's the same person, I mm-hmm. think. I don't think it's... Um, I don't think that's giving away too much, but she did share a screen grab of our logo. I'm showing the guys right now on her Instagram account and said, sometimes you find a podcast and binge listen a hundred episodes. Sometimes shout out to at bros, Bibles beer for exposing the male perspective. Nice use of exposing Mm. on life, (laughs) culture, marriage, Christianity, and spirits. It's the kind of male exposure this woman likes. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> That's so good. Oh. Uh, Thanks so for listening, Hoodman. Thank you for the feedback. Thus concludes. Feedback. Is there anything else you want to say no. to me? No. I didn't mean to like wet. I didn't no, mean no, to no. create any wedges or no, anything like that. You didn't. Okay. No. I was totally out of line. Oh, totally out of line. Okay. Next. All right, what's next? You said something related to poop dreams, Andy. Oh, yeah. Since the last episode where you talked about your poop dream, uh, and and you and you went around and quizzed us all who, who has had a situation where they woke up in the middle of the night and had to visit the restroom. That's right. Yeah. And then... And in between, in between then and now, it happened to me for the first time. Continue. But I would like to reference the in between. Let's go back to that at some point, but go ahead. Okay, yeah. But basically, something happened. And so I feel like you incepted me, Zach. Yeah. Incepted. <laughs> you, incepted you? You incepted me. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. within like two weeks, all of a sudden, I had to wake up in the middle of the night. And I felt compelled. <laughs> nice. Was it what, was it a dream or a, nope? You just this was hard, cold reality. <laughs> okay, wow. Yeah, we, well, maybe it wasn't cold. I thought about I you guys say, this morning. How long has it been in there? Uh, <laughs> I thought about you guys this morning While when I was sitting down when after I woke up at uh, six a.m. and I was thinking, "Gosh, yep, I don't see this happening in the middle of the night." I yeah. wonder how that happened. Maybe you know he did it, some active dog running in the middle of the night. <laughs> you know how dogs just kind of start moving their legs when they're and sleeping? And he's asleep on his back, and he's got all fours just moving. I thought you like, <laughs> selected a different level of sleepwalking, which is like where you get up and you walk the dog in your sleep, which would be awesome. I wish I could do that. And then it would be understandable if you actually had to go in the middle of the night with your dog. Oh, my gosh. No. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say, but... Do me a favor and start wearing a uh, GoPro when you go to bed. Night. <laughs> <laughs> he, he did walk the dog. Dash cam on the toilet. <laughs> the dog's picking up after him. <laughs> uh, that's Excellent. Good. That's rich. By the way, so. in between two ferns. Yeah. My wife's the movie. A couple, yeah, yeah. A couple nights ago, she's like, "Oh, this looks so funny." I was in the other room, and my my son. He's 14. He, he's in there with her, and they're listening and are watching promo on Netflix, I think it was, and all of a sudden, they're like, let's watch this movie. And I'm like, what is it? It's uh, In Between Two Ferns. 
And I'm like, oh, that's so funny. Andy showed me that one time. We were all watching <laughs> it up in Mammoth or something. And, and I'm like, huh, my 14-year-old. Hmm, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if this is appropriate. No, it wasn't. And my son watched the entire show with us and <laughs> he laughed at certain things. And I'm like, I prefer the 15-minute interviews on yeah. YouTube as opposed to the movie. But They're not the same thing. Uh-uh. Not even close. No. But <laughs> it was in between two ferns. <laughs> Saki G. All right. Continuing on. Bad, bad children's movie. <laughs> yeah, I was going to talk about how <laughs> I That's the worst hands, kids so movie. Can skip that. Go ahead. Talk about how you what? Well, yeah. Beg your pardon? We'll no, edit just, that out. Yeah, you we'll ripped, just, your, ripped yeah, we'll your just, pants? We'll pooped your go. pants? We'll Poop ripped. Just rip. go. Yeah, we just can move on. Next, you went. Next, next topic. No, go ahead. Mm. Next no, topic. no, no, no. He should. Next he topic. doesn't want. No, let's not do it. Okay. No, just I, next topic. I'm trusting Scott next here. Next topic. Do you have okay. a YouTube uh, YouTube thing? I do. Uh, there in the latest this this week in Christianity, um, we got a John MacArthur clip. Is he the one that runs Grace to You? Peace. Um, I don't know. Let's Grace. ask Jeff. Grace to you. Jeff, like, remember Grace that show you. you used to listen to all the time? McCarthyism. He's a the Grace to You Masters College guy. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. All right. So this is this is um, <laughs> going way back, and just to embarrass Jeff a little bit. Oh, nope. I didn't mean to do that yet. Uh, but Jeff, Jeff was uh, he would talk about how he listened to this show, Grace to You, and he, you know, how he got some good insights from that. And then I think it was either that later on that same episode or the next episode, we 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 mentioned we were talking about John MacArthur. And Jeff goes, who's that? Who? <laughs> that was great. It's true. Okay, because I had I had just known the grace to you, but I didn't know the guy. So when you said it, yeah. I'm like, don't have a clue. So here's this video. Do we actually know this surface this week? Do Is that you know a conference? It, it was up. a conference recently. And it was three days ago. It was when it was... Some of the videos were okay. posted. I'm not sure when exactly, though. Because Twitter was ablaze about it, and it's one of those things, like, I assumed it just happened, but sometimes it's like something explodes that happened before. But apparently this was John MacArthur speaking at a conference, and he's asked to play a word association game with somebody. Phil, the issue of... That was great, guys. <clears throat> so, comments. <laughs> Next on clip. That. She has said that. She said, for your stretches, I will say a word, and then the three of you need to give a one or a pithy response to the word. Are you I feel ready? feel like I'm being set up. Can you go up higher? I don't know. It's, it's louder in the recording. The Watch out for him. <laughs> he will try to no, embarrass you. We're going to start out. This is, this is just kind of touching your toes. Easy, easy setup for you. Let's begin with an easy one. Can you hear pretty the good? The word is Beth Moore. That's two words. <laughs> Literalist. All right. Dr. MacArthur, Beth Moore. How many words do I get? You know, actually, and, and before you answer this, please think carefully this time, because last time you did a one-word association, the guy wrote a book a about program. it, and we don't want that. <laughs> I was thinking of the same word. Okay. Go home. <laughs> Well, I, I see we're warmed up. 
I just want to hear the end of <laughs> You know, when I first listened to that, I just heard people clapping when he said go home, which there was applause. But then when I listened to it again, uh, there were some people going, oh, like, uh, I'm not sure about that. Grace to you, John McCarthy. <laughs> and then, then the like definition of chortling occurred. You look up chortles, and that's what you get. <laughs> <laughs> isn't he? Isn't Blake Blake Chortles? Isn't that a back quarterback shot? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. For he was the Jaguars. I don't know where he's at now. Chortles, Bortles, whatever. Okay. Yeah, oh, Bor- maybe it was Bortles. It was. Maybe it was. But uh, he did that, and then I read. So that started. That that clip goes on. You guys can Google it if you want. But uh, that the clip goes on a little bit. He does say something about right on the heels of that everybody dies down and he's like there's absolutely no biblical argument for a woman preacher um which got a lot of applause and hoots and hollers and um so let me go for step it. in so yes. i i know who jesus is uh peter paul and mary who's beth moore <laughs> <laughs> oh you want me to dignify that <laughs> Where's our cricket? She has Where's excellent our, big hair. Cricket. Um, she has excellent. No, big she's hair. she's got she's got a ministry and she preaches and she teaches. Um, and why he brought her up or why the guy brought him up, her up to John? I don't know why, but I did want to read uh, a snippet from. There was a response that I thought was interesting. Um, and then you guys can talk. And let me know what you think from Sarah Bessie. Who's that? Uh, she's an author and a blogger. She was a pop. She is a popular blogger. I got popular blogging and then became an author. She's got a few books out. Uh, her newest book, actually, um, since I'm talking about it, it's called Miracles, uh, Miracles and Other Reasonable Things, which sounds like an interesting book. She also wrote Jesus Feminist about how she changed what uh, what it meant to be a woman and, and what women could do. She or he? She. She changed? She changed. Like, she grew up on the conservative end and how she her process of learning that uh, oh, women can lead and teach. Uh, okay. And so that's what that Jesus Feminist is about. But uh, she, she her blog post is a decent amount. I'm not going to read the whole thing. Just a couple of... Um, Paragraphs. As I'm scrolling, good pod. <laughs> well, she's an Astros fan, so that's good. Beth Moore, yeah, she's the Astros are doing great, man. They crushed the Yankees. Yes, that makes me happy. That's gonna be a heck of a series. Yeah, I'm gonna love watching Scherzer. Just be so excited on the. I'm gonna mound. love not watching Bryce Harper. Oh. So this is from Sarah Bessie's blog. It says, I've appreciated getting to know Beth Moore a bit over the past few years. Since Rachel died, she has been very kind to me. Rachel Held Evans. She was uh, really good friends with Rachel. Rachel died? Rachel what? Held Evans died. Yeah. What? You guys didn't know this that? happened. It was very sudden. It was like a flu, right? She went into the hospital with like an infection. <laughs> she yeah. went into the hospital for something and got an infection and went oh into gosh. a coma like and how? died. This a couple is months ago? A couple months ago. Two or three months ago. Wow. 
Oh my gosh! Um, not, yes, it was not. not know that. It was really quick. It was very sudden. quick and sudden. Wow! And there's probably still a GoFundMe page for her husband and kids. If you use the internet machine, you can find it. So she said, "I appreciate getting to know Beth more a bit over the past few years. Since Rachel died, she has been very kind to me. Of course, I most particularly enjoy Twitter Enneagram Eight enhanced Beth Moore." who only grows stronger on criticism from fellow Baptists. I think she drinks husband, father, pastor, tulip bro tears <laughs> in a fancy teacup with her pinky out. What? Husband, father, pastor, tulip bro. So basically Calvinist bro. Bros, that. Bibles, and beer. Creating sacred space. Oh my space. gosh. Nice. I fat fingered that one. Sorry. That's all right. We're talking about women <laughs> preachers, so. That felt. Sarah Heath might, might as well come up. <laughs> Um, Beth Moore has been a dedicated Bible teacher for decades, a faithful friend to many whom I love. In recent years, a staunch voice calling evangelicals to repentance for their racism and misogyny and a tireless, unbowed advocate for abuse victims, particularly in the church. She also really loves Jesus. Initially, I intended to write this essay as a litany of all the women in scripture who did not, in fact, go home. Women like Deborah, the judge and prophetess who commanded armies, or Mary, whom Jesus welcomed to his side in the posture of a rabbinic pupil, a role normally reserved for men, or Anna, who prophesied in the temple while holding a baby Jesus, or Junia, whom Paul referred to as chief among the apostles, or Hagar, who named God, or Joanna and Susanna, who literally bankrolled Jesus' ministry, or Priscilla, who was an early church leader, pastor, and teacher, Lydia, who was respected in business, wealthy and independent, and key to the foundations of the early church. Philip's four daughters were all respected prophets. Mary Magdalene, commissioned by Jesus to preach the resurrection. I could go on. I usually do. And she does go on a little bit, but that's enough. Zach, thank you. (laughs) Thanks, Scott. (laughs) Thanks, Scott. (laughs) So anyways, go ahead, guys. Thoughts? Is he out of line? I don't think so. No, he. I think. I think he is out of line. Do you think he's out of line and out of touch? Well, out of touch would be a social, like a social norm, in the United States. If you're asking, is he out of touch with like the way society is in the United States? And then some might say that he's right in the biblical sense um, that women should not be in leadership. Um, and and a woman, woman should not be over a man in leadership. So I get where he's coming from. I would like to hear what you guys have to say. Well, when I looked that up, I didn't realize that there was a, uh, along with the Me Too hashtag, that there's a Church Too hashtag. You stumbled upon Church Too? Yeah. Did you guys know about this? No. I I did. Uh, I didn't have time to really research this. I just made some wild assumptions, but I'm guessing that it's the the version of getting, uh, I guess, women's equality. Setting women free. Yeah, in the in the church in the context well, of church. I, I think actually, 
I'm not totally sure. I think it's also related to, I think it's related to the Me Too movement, which was related to inappropriate sexual advances slash sexual abuse. It was that stuff that's happening in the church. Sexual abuse in the church? Yes, yes. So, um, there, there was something that happened at the Village Church, there was, which is a big church in, uh, I think, Fort Worth, Matt Chandler, I don't know, people can Google it. There was some, like a youth leader or something did something. Uh, I, there, it, I, think th- so I think it was back. stuff related to um, inappropriate sexual advances or sexual abuse in the church that people felt was not being addressed, or it was just like, let me share my story of what happened in my church. So that that was a thing. Um, I'm but googling this right now. <laughs> the thing that's that's a bummer is that this this falls under. It's not what you believe; it's how you believe it which most things fall under, except probably believing you should kill somebody or a group of people. It's not how you believe it. So it's not what you believe. It's how you believe it is. doesn't really work. Depends for on how you kill them. Right. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Scott. Uh, but if there are plenty of people, men and women that believe that women aren't supposed to teach because they believe that's what the Bible teaches which is based on a few passages that they believe are a blueprint for, from back then and that the, it's a timeless blueprint. Um, and there are people in this room, Scott, that w- are sympathetic <laughs> to that interpretation, correct? Uh, yes. Yeah, I'm not laying a trap or anything. I'm just saying we're, we're of a mixed bag when it comes to that passage. But I, I don't know. I feel like we could all get behind telling her to go home has a is more than just i don't like her or whatever there's more behind that i feel like because to john a woman's place is in the home it's not out on the road or speaking at churches or preaching it's definitely not that so that's why the go home comment was like it's pretty dismissive Dismissive right. and yeah. misogynistic I'm a little bit sure i'm not sure of his view on um, women uh, doing what Beth Moore does a lot of, which is seminars preaching to women. Um, I'm not sure if he's opposed to that. Um, in that particular um, clip, he he says in general preach. I mean, he he uses the word preaching. It sounds like an in general term, but I think. Coupling that with his other teachings, I don't know that he would exclude a woman from preaching to other women. So it's not just women can't preach at all ever. Um, so I, I'm not I'm not quite sure. And if he thinks that, why the go home? Obviously, we're speculating he, here. I mean, we've 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 done. But we've, make this good pod and say something yeah. super polarizing. <laughs> yeah, we've. I mean, we we do that. We. You ask you ask a yes or no question, and it's not a yes or no question. In this particular thing, Todd Friel, he's, he's yeah. he does what what they've done at at other conferences, and so that other thing that he referenced was about Stephen Furtick, um, um, and and so when Todd Friel asked him before about Stephen Furtick, he said unqualified, right? And then Stephen Furtick writes a book called Unqualified or something like that. Oh, is that what he's referencing I, about the book? Yeah, I think so. So it's it's he's asking just for 
sum up in as few words as possible, I guess, um, is go home something that I might have said. I don't know. Probably not. Um, but hey, Beth Moore is a big girl. I don't she, think so. She'll be okay. Yeah, I don't think the question is if she's going to be okay. I think she'll be all right. But I don't think mm. she's worried about it. No, but the subtext of that comment is is pretty dismissive. Like, there's there's a lot of ways that you could say could say that, and and uh, and I think John MacArthur is probably smart enough to know. <laughs> well, he's not pulling any punches. He he's saying he's. He, he's not. Well, he's not trying to sugarcoat it. And and in that, in I, the clip I true. saw was about seven minutes long. Yeah. And he goes on to talk about, like Zach said, um, you know, women. Um, you know, there's no biblical basis for women women preachers. No, hold um, on. No, I did not say that. <laughs> you just sounded like you said that. That's what I said. No, Zach said. Zach said from the clip. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I just uh, wanted to, you know. Yeah, because people people might be thinking that <laughs> Zach the, might not the be liberal okay. representative. Beth Moore will be Bible. fine. Zach, he's not gonna. He's he's gonna. You know, uh, but but he but it, it it goes on to talk about other things as well. Um, so yeah, he, he just he's, he doesn't want to pull any punches, and th- there might be some some basis for that biblically. Um, you can extend that metaphor. Yeah. Maybe he was punching below the belt a little bit. Yeah, but she doesn't need to wear a cup. <laughs> Scott, have you ever been punched in the vagina? Hmm, which one? <laughs> Did you say which one? No, let's, let's, let's move on. <clears throat> Scott, are you? Do you have something to share? Um, but I guess that uh, going back, going back to the blueprint, going back to the blueprint thing, I'm not, I'm, <laughs> I'm not quite sure of how far. Um, I so regret this whole conversation. <laughs> I'm not. Oh, sure. We're just getting started. Yeah, I'm not sure how far you you take that blueprint idea. Um, but, it, but if you, if you're going to apply it to those verses, um, the verses that you mentioned, um, where John MacArthur would draw his view from, correct? um, that that's, that, that you I guess you would say that that's not a blueprint for the church for all time. Um, I, I, I mean, I, I, I think that that same idea might apply to take your logic might apply to all the uh, references that the person you quoted um, from her blog. Mm-hmm. If you apply that same no blueprint idea, um, then these other references, you just kind of, they, they don't have the meaning that she might have had them So would you, with your logic, so with then the, the with no the, blueprint idea. And now I'll flip it on you and say with your logic and what you just said about my logic, (laughs) would you say that because they were female prophets and female apostles back then, there can't, that's, and people, females that preached and brought the good news back then, necessarily that mean, that excludes them from, or it doesn't necessarily mean that that can happen today? No, I, I think, I think, um, Paul was well aware of the Old Testament and all of the all of the great women that that were mentioned, mm-hmm. um, and and even even with all of those great women, um, he he still said he still made those pretty explicit statements about women right, having leadership. Right. And I I grant men. that. Yeah. So the blueprint thing wasn't a dig. That's actually I think John Piper mentioned when he was answering a question on his podcast. 
somebody's asking about women and he said in the blueprint Paul laid out for us in and he mentioned the passages if you take that model yes it it's and you are just going to read the the English translations we have what well, so that that would be a miss that would be a misconception I, I no one would advocate John MacArthur would not advocate for, no, I'm not saying that, but, for that, just but reading it, it the is, English translation. If the Bible is God talking to us, if you take this view, I do not. Um, if, if you take the view that the Bible is talking to us and it says women should be silent, those types of things, it's easy to make the argument that therefore women now should be silent if you have the blueprint approach. Yeah, but even now, even on Sunday, Todd was mentioning this, or well, actually, he didn't mention this. It was in the the Bible Project videos. Have you seen those things? Uh, they're super good. They're they're really of like. If Todd mentioned it or recommended it, no, then I wouldn't watch it. So so, it, but it describes the three forms of uh, of uh, literary concepts in the Bible. Right? There's narrative, there's uh, prose, and I can't remember what the third one was. Zach, you don't pay attention. On Sunday mornings. No, I was making sure my fantasy lineup was locked and loaded. <laughs> <laughs> well, pro, well, I mean, it's par- it like prescriptive. Par- friggin' crushed Parables it. or or is that a no, prose? No, no, it wasn't. It wasn't alliteration. There's narrative, narrative prose. Yep, and amateurs. No, and amateurs. <laughs> <laughs> but but the point was that uh, was that uh, taking. It's really interesting because it's 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 very pertinent to this this point. It's it's taking something out of context and not recognizing the style that that's written in because there's such a blend of the types of writing that's throughout the Bible, and the whole point of this like Bible Project video was, hey, you guys, when you're looking to interpret a section of the Bible, uh, it's really difficult to take one section in one style of uh, of writing and pull that out and not like understand what its long-term references were to elsewhere in, in the Bible and to exclude other things. Um, and so I guess that's a, that's a long way of saying uh, what we were talking about a little bit earlier today, which is the cultural context of the Bible and what, what does or doesn't apply. Like, is this the blueprint for life or is this a moment in time where Paul is addressing um, a specific church that is having yeah. specific challenges yeah he he um he gives a a lot of um different things for order in the church um when you assemble together he uh he talks about uh communion when you get together for for communion um but those are all targeted at like specific churches at the time too, right? I mean, we can glean insights across. Yeah, the letters yeah. are literally addressed to actual yeah. churches. Yeah, I, like well, I, I guess, I guess if, I guess how far, how far do we take that? That's so if, if, if things are addressed to a specific church, then all, like, all things in that letter, some of the things in that letter, what, which, how, how do you determine? Which yeah. things only apply to that specific church in that region? That's a good question, and the reason I think that that's interesting is because, as you just like read, uh, who's that person had the long list of all the Sarah Bessie, Sarah Bessie, uh, two first names. If you if always you, a crowd pleaser, <laughs> but her like long list of examples, which are like implicit examples of of women in leadership in the Bible. So you, 
we have to re- reconcile these two things, right? Because they may seem in opposition. Are they in opposition? No. You know, it is an opposition. The Bible doesn't oppose itself. My life in sober October this month, <laughs> and yours too. Yes. Yeah. So, so those the saddest cheers ever. Cheers. Yeah. The, those those references those references um, are they have a different context. Paul's is Paul's talking specifically about the order in church when you assemble together in and, that church. Well, but Paul references. Paul goes all the way back to um, Adam and Eve in the garden, and from there he sets the order of that um, because Eve was the one that was deceived, um, therefore Adam um, is placed above Eve. Um, I think from that... Is that where we get the word deceived, by the way? Deceived, Yes. De- You're full yeah, of puns, <laughs> um, but I, but from that, um, that that to me that pulls it out of that particular cultural context because it goes all the way back. So Is it, it, it it's saying that despite any cultural any culture from the garden till na- till then is irrelevant. Because he's going, he's he's going all all the way back before any of these cultures ever existed. I'm just checking back in. Are we still talking about um, <laughs> women leadership? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want I want to kind of avoid like Beth the... Moore. She just preaches to women, right? <laughs> no, not always. But for A the most times, part, yeah. she does. A lot of times, yeah. I mean, she... I, I was just trying to catch up real quick, and her daughter, who I don't know, it's an article on her daughter getting divorced, and I'm like. She, she mostly preaches to women. If if that is indeed the case, it kind of nullifies the the fact that the whole go home comment takes on a more. It's like it sounds like he just doesn't want her speaking in general. So so, and and I I don't want to like we're not like we're going to try to settle this issue, but the whole how you not what you believe but how you believe it. It's just, I think his a-holery is on 11, is dialed up to 11 in this specific context. And the fact that he doesn't think there's a biblical argument is just ignorant, and it's sad, and it's embarrassing for him, because that doesn't mean, I don't think there's a biblical argument that's going to prove one way or the other what Paul exactly meant, but there are great biblical arguments for why women should be preaching and teaching uh, in addition to men, and... And so I just I feel bad for him because he, his ignorance is showing. And actually, we have a live looking in at him right now. So let's let's go to the tape. I'm a man who discovered the wheel and built the Eiffel Tower out of metal and brawn. That's what kind of man I am. You're just a woman with a small brain, with a brain a third the size of us. Easy, John. It's science. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorite yeah, John MacArthur yeah. movies. Well, <laughs> I, yeah, I, I so I, I think I think John MacArthur. I think uh, as Ron Burgundy. <laughs> I think John was making in that statement from the basis of statements classy, that John refer MacArthur. to how we conduct church. Um, so that. That that's his context. I, right. I think. Right. I, I I don't listen to John MacArthur a whole bunch, but yeah. I, I think that that's his context and where that statement comes yeah. from. So he's not he's not ignoring all these other great women of the Bible. Um, that 
their their particular context is not maybe he ignores them for our day to day just like he endure, ignores the work of the holy spirit today so i i Ooh. i don't i i disagree with john macarthur on the, his view on the holy spirit yeah cessationism is that i don't know why i'm looking at jeff except that I, i'm thinking jeff doesn't know uh, <laughs> it, sounds, it, it sounds like <laughs> it sounds like you, just fell like you don't know how yeah. to say sensationalism <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It's sensationism. Uh, <laughs> That's what I thought he said. I'm like, you're right. I don't know what sensationism yeah, is. Yeah, I thought you were not drinking this yeah. month. <laughs> is that a feeling in the back of my head when I've been punched? Beth sensationism. Moore's, Beth Moore's recent speech I've lost was sensational. I lost sensationism <laughs> below the waist. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, that's two two things I disagree with John MacArthur about his cessationism and his view that you can take the mark of the beast and still be saved. Anyway, go ahead. Okay, uh, that's some light fodder there. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna ignore that kind of worms. I don't follow John MacArthur much. However, <laughs> grace to you, except you, Beth Moore. Go home. Um, grace to you and you, not you not, and you. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, cessationism is that the Holy Spirit is done working the way we saw it in the early church. That was for then. It doesn't exist now. So that's exact. That's how you operate, Jeff. Yeah, it is. He's coming against you. Grace to you, John MacArthur. Anyways. <laughs> nice. Yeah. 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 We can go. We can, we can move on. Uh, you know, actually. Oh, wait. There's one more. Oh. John MacArthur. Let's see. Let's check in on him. Noises with my mouth. <laughs> and I like to cut. Hey, nutjob. Quit the singing. Creeping out all the regulars. I'm expressing my inner anguish through the majesty of song. He's taking the Twitter Look, backlash Trunky, hard. You've been coming in here every day, stinking up the joint with your craziness. Was that now, Danny what Trump? the hell is wrong with you? I've got no heart. <laughs> hey, because a she-devil stole it. And you know what the worst part about it is? She's better than me! She's better than me. You know, times are changing. The ladies can do stuff now. Is that <laughs> cheat or chunk? That. That's a racist. What? Were you saying something? <laughs> I don't speak Spanish. I don't speak Spanish. Uh, that's a gr- uh, this is a good jumping off point for me be- because I was thinking if uh, John MacArthur married yes yes if he were to die and they his- only have sex missionary style because uh, if it was different then she'd be taking okay don't give me sidetracked okay, I can't think ahead. of Sorry. missionary and John my MacArthur brain missionary style same in your time brain. go <laughs> I can't think of Would- missionary and John MacArthur. <laughs> <laughs> By the way, mo- most animals do it doggy style. Okay. How did dogs get to win that one? Yeah, oh, weird. okay. Yeah. Hey, mix it in. <laughs> Add it to your repertoire, John MacArthur. Uh, if he died and his wife took over his ministry, would he... She would hire Stephen Furtick. Wouldn't it, no, but if she took it over and let it, let it well... Would he, let's just say, somehow he came back, like God gave him like a Bruce Almighty moment, like you get to come back into the world and and make it right, whatever. I'm just throwing that out there. But would he come back and be like, you don't, 
belong here. But after looking like as a, a proud husband, like my wife carried on my ministry, like is it his work or is it God's work? Because if he allows, if, if she gets to step in and she takes the reins and continues his ministry, I mean, one, it's probably to honor him, but two, if he's so focused on the Lord and loving God and she steps in and out of the her good heart leads that, I don't see it as being a negative thing. And if that's not a negative thing, then women leading people to know the Lord more, to know Christ more, to grow closer in their faith, I don't know if that's such a bad thing. Um, I'm I'm gonna uh, over the over the uh, millennia, God has somehow moved things forward in spite of ourselves, mm-hmm. just in general. Absolutely, and I think that would apply to His ministry. Um, however, I would hope that just generally, women that felt a call and a passion to teach or to learn in such a way that they would start ministries and uh, and preach, become pastors, I would hope that they would know that I need to get out of that ministry. But I know personally a, a couple people that have family where the, the a young woman is growing up, feels the call, feels, has a passion for going into ministry in that way in a, in a way that was in the past just just for men and yet they're a part of a church that's like nope that's not for you and so they're like okay i i need to be i just need to this I'm, somewhere I'm else supposed to be. no they're like <laughs> they just settle for okay this is where oh, god wants me okay. and they stifle that that drive which breaks my heart it's half half people like john MacArthur are neutering half of the image of God, potentially. I know not all women feel that that drive. That's not what right. I'm saying. Just very generally. Right. Um, and just losing... Imagine... Pick any speaker that has made a huge difference, male or female, and just imagine that person being like, no, I, I can't. I want to, but I can't because the Bible or because of my understanding of the Bible. Like, it's heartbreaking. Because I don't think it needs to be that way necessarily. And I'm trying to look up that. The, uh, I'm trying to look up that verse, and I think it's in First Timothy. It is okay. So one Timothy, thank you. It is I <laughs> Timothy. Uh, <laughs> but it just uh, I struggle with this one because there just doesn't seem to be a great reason. Sorry, I can't. I can't think of one. What what is what is the problem? You're not the standard. Your mom's not the standard. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, quite literally, your mom is not the standard. <laughs> yeah, that's, tech, that's worth hey, two. Hey, yeah, correct. That's worth two points. And, and so, so I think I think one of the things is 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 the um, cultural context that 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 applies. That's what I was saying. Right. That applies yeah. to us to us as we are seeking to be interpreters of the text totally and, agree and so when when andy and you say i don't see a reason well it's kind is he of, allowed to have an opinion he's not kind, making but, a but it's irrelevant if the is text, it irrelevant to our conversation if, if the text well it's it's irrelevant to the interpretation 
Well, uh, because he, you can't. Because what if you're, you're not part? Why do you think that you're not part of the culture? You're you're not part of that context. So you have to removing yourself. And I know so you're saying you don't want to hear why he's. He, what, I, why I'm responding he to. That? I'm responding to. Are you Scott? Andy Zank? He's not in first. Um, I do it. double exclusive. I do. <laughs> I do want to hear why Andy would think that, but. Well, we, we remove here, let's, ourselves. So I don't have that verse memorized. So first, Tim, uh, a woman around. should yeah. learn in quietness and full submission. I do not permit a woman to teach or to assume authority over a man. She must be quiet. Yeah. And what's the next one? Go ahead. For Adam was formed first, then Eve. Yeah. And so, Adam was not the one deceived. It was the woman yeah. who was deceived and became a sinner. So Paul removes it from that immediate cultural context, places it back to the garden. So what happened with all those other examples of women? That's great. Are they? Is it great though? Because according to your logic, it's not great. No, Paul is Paul is talking. This is a new covenant. Jesus ushers in a new covenant, and then Paul. Some of those were in the New Testament. Well, Paul Paul yeah. is Paul is Paul is setting the order for the church. And Dude, so that's the direction that I don't he think so, meant man. for us to follow. I think he's talking about. I think he's talking to that church specifically. And I think that uh, if you, I, I don't think you can turn a blind eye to those other examples that are throughout the Bible. So is there and a also, context? Think about cultural context of slavery throughout the Bible as well. So this is really it. Really gets wrapped up in my mind around the concept of of cultural appropriateness for what was what this is, what's happening in the Bible at the time. Mm-hmm. So. In the context of this, is this prescriptive or is this cultural context? Are we reading someone else's mail and we're and we're not intended to take it as literalism? Well, first of all, we are reading somebody else's mail. Yes. Which is separate from what the next part. Go ahead. Yeah. So I so, think a lot of Christians don't realize or don't think about the fact that we are reading somebody else's but mail. But I'm here and I'm the one making the case. Do you think that I'm doing that? That what? That I'm not no, taking no, 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 that into no, account. No, I'm not talking about you. Okay. I'm talking about the listeners. Scott, there are, this is going to be <laughs> thousands of people. So it's not I, just you here. I know. Right. Right. But, but, but the, I think, not I think, but my point is that Paul, Paul takes it out of that, that immediate context. Um, and, and, and if it's context, if it's context based, so then that would mean today. Mm hmm. For in your in your view, that today there are certain contexts where this still applies. So the con- a, a, a a social or community context, I would say maybe that matches that matches whatever context Timothy was in. If that if a, if a social context or community context today matches that context back then, then this would apply. Are you okay with that? Hey, let me. Can I? Can I? I have an answer. Yeah, sure. I, um. Thank you for ceding your time to me, Andy. And <laughs> Reclaim my time. <laughs> um, uh, I actually agree in a way with you, Scott, or or I'm going to uh, identify with that statement. I don't know why I just said that, but... If, yeah, everyone's if, saying that. If there is a context, the whole head covering thing, I think there's a context today, depending on where the gospel is being preached, where head covering is super important for women. And so, if you go into that and and don't um, and and have your head uncovered, it's going to be an offense to the people. They are not going to receive the gospel. I, I think the same thing. Hi, Gwinners. Uh, soccer practice is over, and the door is getting shut. Yeah, you probably should 
we're gonna roast in here. I wanted to shut in her okay. face, but <laughs> yeah, you were gonna say go home, but she's yeah. already home. <laughs> go home, but ah, shoot. <laughs> but if there was a context, and so in my opinion, and this is well, it's based on hearing other people too. Uh, I didn't just make this up, but. Women not being educated, hearing things for the first time, causing a commotion in church, disrupting the church, that, that is a decent reason for, hey, be quiet in church. When you go home, you can talk to your husbands, that the people who are allowed to be educated and might, maybe could read, because the women sure couldn't. Yeah, there's they weren't allowed to. There's that, so that much plays in this a big role in how I interpret that so, stuff. So, all yeah, this I, section I is all this section is like very. It's super specific. I also want the women to dress modestly without decency and decency and propriety, adorning right. themselves not right. like and like. So, and I've heard it also described like this is a very specific situation in a very specific church. But that so he's addressing right. So I think I think you re- remove one. Just just go back one step. So in in just like what Zach was saying, I I I agree with. A lot of what Zach just said. Yeah. That, but we, we don't. The time I'm going to get done. <laughs> yeah. We. I said a lot of what you just said, <laughs> but we, we don't. We don't look at that and go, okay, whatever Paul just said, the opposite is true. We we go, what Paul's saying is true. We're taking what modesty meant in that culture, and and we and we could look at our culture and say, okay, does modesty mean the same thing in yeah. our culture as their culture? Hmm, not really. Same thing with the head coverings, with braided hair, all that. So especially because, with that picture that you showed me today, <laughs> of twerking in the burning, oh, twerking with yeah, burning streets in Barcelona. <laughs> right. So so we say. I, so from <laughs> wait, so, he just glossed over that. That sounds amazing. <laughs> so from my from my view is that we take Paul as being cr- true, correct, and that applies to the church for all time because he's he's setting an order of the church. But we're taking what modesty means. And that's the part where we can look at our particular culture, see how it's different. See, see how it's different from your culture. Like, don't don't dress sexually. (laughs) Back then, it was more dressing like you're rich and you're showing it off. But in some places, people do dress like they're rich, and and so so that those parts would still apply. We we don't want women or men walking in bikinis or board shorts with no shirts on. Are heading down such a slippery slope because now you're like picking and choosing how you want to parse each sentence and apply it dude you can't do that no 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 that's that's not that's not what i'm doing you actually literally just did it no, by going no. through the, 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 no, like, the no no like, no i think andy i think you need to give me a little more credit no. than that um i i'm Ooh, we're taking, Andy's experiencing his first yeah scott we're battle. taking we're taking i'm saying paul when paul says that we're that women are to dress modestly. Jeff, don't check adorn out. Adorn themselves need you modestly. To us yeah. real I soon take that modesty that that absolutely women should address themselves modestly. But women today don't dress the same as they did back then. So what does modesty mean today? And, and then of course we we don't we're not we're not going to say that whatever culture, uh, Here, here's whatever why culture here's why whatever. Determines modesty, but we're we're going to take a reasonable approach to what modesty means today. So, what is what does it mean that women will be saved through childbearing? That's interesting. I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's in the same context, in yeah. the same section. I, I'm not sure which is why. I'm not I sure what that. I'm not sure what that means. This is prescriptive. I think there's a possibility. Well, no, that he's he's okay. I don't think for, it's. First, per, I don't okay. think it's prescriptive. Right I, I don't. I don't. There's think, another I, wrinkle to this. I don't think. Wait, I, can I just adjust that one real quick? Uh, because I mean, he just said it. 
that I, just because we we might not know is what, it going to be real or quick? No, <laughs> it's going to be I real so but not quick. This whole conversation. <laughs> I'm starting to believe you, yeah, Scott. Ju- just because just because we we might not know exactly what uh, be saved through childbearing means doesn't mean that that whole passage is we just we just gonna throw up our hands and say, oh, I have I don't know what Paul's talking about or it doesn't apply to us. Yeah, that, that's not in there. That says you should good... throw up your hands without anger or disputing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Nice. Uh, there but, is a, but that's there... not that's not a good standard no, I got, for bi- biblical interpretation. But is the reverse true? What's that? Which is I know exactly what it means and I'm gonna be able to apply it perfectly. No, oh, okay. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know where this perfectly thing is. Like who, who? Okay, who, then generally, who is, who is claiming uh, this? Um, well, you gave one extreme, and so I'll give you the other extreme. The one extreme is right. you can't, you can't claim that none of it is applicable, and we don't know what any of it means. And the other, the other side of that spectrum is we can't com- we can't pretend to know what all of it means. No, that was all of it. your, your, I, 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 I was understanding you to say that because we, we don't know what save through childbirth means therefore this particular section of the text we, we oh no i have a problem with the whole section of the text okay. all of it <laughs> right right but my my point i have a problem applying this as prescriptive to the church today. right so women shouldn't dress modestly and it's instructions on worship so that no 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 so women should instructions on worship women shouldn't dress modestly then like Scott, so that that that's that not would what he's be, saying I, but elaborate my, hairstyle gold or pearls hey my point expensive no. clothes how much did your wife spend on her clothes zach I'll give you a, a, I have a spreadsheet. See, uh, we just talked about our budget. Well, I have a spreadsheet. I'll get see, it to you. See, that's that's the that's the that's the thing I'm talking about is that we we, we can, I got you, we Scott. can put that into our modern context. I can what add another wrinkle. Modesty means yeah. so that we're not we're we, not we relying on Scott. I'm talking to Andy. I know, but I we're it. also doing yeah. a podcast <laughs> that we need to kind of like keep moving. So and, and I appreciate your perspective. <clears throat> Thank, oh, wow, what is that fart noise at the end of that? It's that throat know. clear, but it has. There's a lot, <laughs> there's in, a there. lot in there. Um, there's another wrinkle. I think that's one of those letters that a lot of scholars think was written in Paul's name. And depending, this gets back to what you think about inspiration, which we're not going to debate now. But uh, these people are writing through their own in their own context. They're not writing absent. It God's not. Right. Download. I don't think Ab- any of absented? us think it's, they're not absent a cultural context or perspective when they're writing. Whoever wrote these passages, they're writing through that lens, yeah. in addition to whatever they're inspired by God to say. And so, if inspiration is God told them what to say, then I get why you think none of it can be wrong, and we better be sure what it's saying to get it right. I get that perspective. But there is the perspective that these people are human beings. When Paul thought Jesus was coming back, so don't get married. There's no point. There's no marriage in heaven. Don't get married now because Jesus is coming back before I die. That changed when he started writing later things, when he was in a different different situation. And he was like, okay, I think I'm kind of coming to the end here. And Jesus hasn't come back yet. He's a, they're human beings writing this. I think that's another wrinkle. Uh, yeah, Jeff, yeah, that, I don't that, want to debate that. Would, yeah, I just want to I, add well, that I, I just, to I mean, I just, I guess just to, to say something real quick, that that if if that is the way we're, we look at Scripture, they're, they're, what the apostles did was set in order the things that the church is supposed to do, how they're supposed to act, the new covenant. Uh, Jesus didn't give uh, 
all that information. He relied on the apostles. He gave them the authority to set those things in place. True. Uh, if if we if we can't rely on what the apostles said for our for our for the church structure and how we should act when we meet together, how we should worship God, um, what what Jesus' death, burial, and resurrection mean, um, if we can't rely on that, there's we have we we, ha- we have very little when it comes to how to live a Christian life, how to do church, what to do when we meet together, what the church is supposed to do. Do you think the church looks now like what gets described in here? Uh, do you think they anticipated the modern church looking like this? I I don't know. Should we go back to head coverings and? I mean, that, that's that, what I'm saying. That the that the the the, co- the cultural context doesn't have to be imported to our culture. So you agree with that part of it, which we all agree with, but we would just differ on what gets imparted today. Well, well to, what, in, what qualifies? So in because none of us are saying that that it's. I, I think the danger is like you rejecting this, or or Paul was wrong about Jesus returning. I I think your mind goes to therefore we can't trust anything Paul says, or that's what I'm arguing. That seems I am not. So but what how can do we, we do? Trust? How do we re, how do we retell history based on? sources we have from the past through wisdom and looking into their context it's not a hey here's a couple words therefore it means this no it, it's a difficult process that requires a lot of work always and faith and trust it's it's not a one-to-one thing so well, that's think, why i'm looking yeah. at the text and, and and so when paul refers back to adam and eve that that's a huge clue for me that it's not it's not that particular culture that he's that 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 right. that that's the limit of the context of what he's is talking about. Is the possibility about. from my frame of reference? There's a possibility that if Paul was saying, "I believe that God created Adam and Eve. Adam didn't sin. Eve did. Therefore, this order." If if that's what he's saying, one to one, I would say it's possible Paul's wrong. Okay, or whoever's writing I'm that's gonna, wrong. I'm gonna cut in here. Okay, I'm a blow fe- the air horn. Uh, I need. No, Jeff is still here. I'm a female. I'm, I'm running. I'm running a, a little Bible study in What'd my home. I'm a female. I'm running a Bible study in my home and in my neighbors. I'm just. I'm loving God. I'm loving my neighbors, and I. You know, I want to take care of my neighbors, love my neighbors as love myself. I want to love God, and so I'm leading this neighborhood Bible study. And there's men there, there's women there, there's couples there, it could be kids there, and we're walking through the Bible. And I'm, for all intent and purpose, I don't need to be called a, a pastor or, a, you know, I don't need schooling or whatever it is. I'm just leading people to know God, to know Jesus. And is there a problem with that? John MacArthur would say. Would John MacArthur come in and say, go home and what? And how know, insensitive what you would just, that be? You just what you just. just <laughs> I'm going to start that sentence over. Go ahead. You got sensationalized. Yeah, capture, <laughs> capture that. Can we I, I'll, live I'll capture? <laughs> That's close enough. I will capture that one. That was okay? totally sensationism. <laughs> oh, I've been crossing my legs too long. I lost you sensationism guys, in my yeah. in my left foot. Zach, Zach sit like a man. Zach, man spread like a preacher man. Oh, my I'm female self is leading a. Bible what you just study. described looks more like the original church, right? Than today, yeah. And so w- it's and, because we put titles on things and that screws things up. When you describe that, the idea of saying no, you should find somebody else to run church in your house 
it just seems stupid. It does. And and uh, short-sighted and and file it under the Pharisees not being technically wrong and Jesus, I'm going to insert the Big Lebowski clip in this spot, but Jesus says, the Pharisees about some of their gripes, they were technically correct according to the scriptures. And Jesus basically does a version of, no, you're not wrong, Walter. You're just an asshole. No, he, Jesus doesn't do that. Jesus doesn't say you're technically correct. He corrects. No, I know. The, I, <laughs> I, I know. He, he, they were technically correct. No. no yeah. They, no. She should have been stoned, according to the Old Testament. Oh, okay. So, yeah. They, yeah, that was the law. Yeah. Loving, so loving, loving God, loving okay. my neighbor, loving God, loving my neighbor. What's, what's wrong? I'm female. I'm yeah. leading people in Bible study yeah. and, and... What's wrong with that? By the way, I think we probably should say that it goes without, should go without saying, but John MacArthur's wife or people, women that are in that ministry yeah. that feel like they should be in the, in the home and allowing their man to do what yep. he's doing. Mm-hmm. If things there are kosher and everybody's, nobody's being abused and everything's up front and it's everybody's doing what they feel like God wants, they're that. That is a thing. Do that. Do the, do the best version of that you can do. They've created a First Timothy culture. Maybe. So it applies. But that that to, to, to offload that onto everyone else, and then to just be so short-sighted and to, to think that there's there's no possibility of them being incorrect. And j- j- again, <laughs> Okay, but that applies to everybody, because yeah. you're, you're saying pretty strong words about everyone who holds this view. No, no, Stupid, I'm saying... Stupid, short-sighted, saying, no, all these no, things. No, so no, that's no, a pretty no, strong... No, I'm applying... Pretty strong statement. No, if you can stop, <laughs> don't do your filibustering thing. I think it's stupid. I, <laughs> Thank you. It, John, I was talking about John MacArthur's saying that there's no there's no argument for the other side. There's no biblical argument for yeah. a woman being a preacher. I think that's stupid. That's what I was saying. I don't think John MacArthur is stupid for holding the position position he does. He's just being an asshole how he holds it. In my okay. opinion. So. Okay. <laughs> You're not wrong, Walter. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I wrong? You're just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> But no, John MacArthur would never let his wife take over his ministry. Yeah, Scott's Phil, right. Phil Johnson would take over. So uh, recently, I was helping out with uh, some some of the interview process with some candidates at at our church. We got about fifteen minutes, just to, just so we know. Go ahead. And I had one of the uh, one of the candidates texted me after, and she said, "Hey, I I was looking at your website, and I wanted to know if Mountain View is complementarian." And I had to go look up that word. That, is that when you pooped yourself? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I woke up in the middle of the night and looked at my text messages. Uh, yeah, at first I had to look up complementarian. I was like, what? Oh, what does that mean? And that is effectively John MacArthur's stance that men and women are complementary, but not equal, effectively, in their roles. Uh, is that a fair description of complementarianism? He would probably say equal in worth, but different roles. I have to look it up. Kind of sounds sure. like what I said, right? I'm yeah. Not sure which way it goes. <laughs> you didn't say worth. Oh, okay. I'm giving them more credit than you gave them. <laughs> I don't know if I should or not. I don't like to. They're more equal. Uh, so, so I, I was like, man, what, what, what is this person talking about? And I went and checked, and on, and then they referenced, hey, every, every uh, female on your website has a title, a role title of director. And every male has a title of pastor. And she's like, is that, 
is that uh, intentional? All of a sudden, Scott likes our church more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it might be. Todd, can I, can I go? Todd, so, am I allowed? So I actually, I was like, it was interesting because I've never had a conversation with anybody about that at our church. And I just checked in really quickly. I'm like, hey, uh, I, I, I'm going to guess that this is a website issue and not a uh, theological issue on our side. Is that true? It turns out it is true. We're not a complimentarian church. Um, as well, the week before last, I think we had Tally speaking. Anyway, the point that was interesting... You could say she preached too. <laughs> yes. That's another thing. Some churches that are kind of like not quite as conservative as John MacArthur, they'll let a woman speak, but she's not preaching. Well, she's and not, she's not she, teaching. She's not teaching. But I've heard both. I've heard versions of both. Yeah. A woman can speak, but they can't teach or preach. Wow. It's just... It's weird. I know. So lost down the rabbit hole of semantics on that one. Yeah. I wish I had a sound for eye roll. Anyway... Let this be a cautionary tale, churches. Your websites matter. You will be judged by them. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. I think that's in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> oh, last thing. I have a great idea for a Christian rom-com, but I just have the title. You guys can tell me what the movie Christian would be about. What? What? Rom-com. Romantic comedy. Yeah, and I think, oh. it's, I think it's applicable. It's got romance in the title, so. Yeah. You don't know what rom-coms are? I'm straight. It's dude. a thing. <laughs> Wow. I do know. I also know. single. Yeah. If you'd get into rom-coms, maybe you wouldn't be single. Oh. Yeah. But I'm straight, so. So here's oh. here's the title of the Christian rom-com. You Are t- you, though? You tell, <laughs> you tell me what it's about. I cross, I cross my legs like a man. It's amazing because I'm the not flexible. The rom-com is called... Conceptually raping Jeff, the air, Jeff, Scott. you're going to like this. It's called Joshua Judges Ruth. That Joshua Jet. Wow. Okay. I'll let that. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. What's all, that? What's that movie about? All books of the Bible. Uh-huh. And there's a character named Joshua. Yes. And, and, and a character named Ruth. She has the Bo- She marries Boaz. Nope. This is a modern day tale. So what's a modern name? You you could take those elements of the story. It's called Joshua Judges Ruth. They have to be. They have to have those names. Yeah, you, I guess you can't have a Boaz. Boaz, the kinsman redeemer. <laughs> yeah. No, we'll just. <laughs> and Naomi, is there a Naomi? That'll work. Ruth goes into his bed and just starts feeling him up, and he's like, he wakes up. He's like, "What is happening? This is great. They get married." That's in the Bible. Hmm. That's actually in the Bible. Hmm. In the Ruth story. Interesting. In case you're wondering, she uncovers his feet. Which is a euphemism for his dick. Slash balls. <laughs> wow. Wow. Man. Potentiality to Taking get juicy. That, like, there's a lot, of, a lot of freedom in that grace there. <laughs> Good grief. Anyway, maybe listeners could plug, could uh, write in with feedback on what they think that movie, Joshua Judges Ruth, would be like. It's probably like Tom Hanks and is that, Meg That's Ryan. because the there books of the Bible in our canon go, Joshua Judges Ruth. I think it's so perfect. Do they actually go in that order? Kirk Cameron would star in this. Yeah. Well, maybe. If you want it to be... Yeah, I guess if you want it to be faith-based and you want the faith-based audience, you got to make it PG. Ruth had a background, and they meet for the first time, and then he finds out about it. Yeah. She's shamed. He but, doesn't know if he can handle it. But love overcomes. Hmm. Take your wife to see that movie, Jeff. Okay. <laughs> All right. Land this plane. Jeff, Jeff how, how are you? You okay? I am okay. I didn't plan on having it be so like in... We did a little in the weeds stuff. Uh, it was in the weeds. It's actually been a little while since we've done that. I need a weed whacker to get out of this. And I do... I I promise you, I will get you a button on this board that's an air horn that you can blow 
whenever it's time to stop and move on. That's a terrible idea. He's very bad I at might that. Be. He's very bad at that. <laughs> but I think it's in our bylaws that Jeff is the arbiter of when we do three circles around something, he can blow that horn. Yeah. Uh, that is in the bylaws. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's in Joshua too. Yeah. Or is it? <laughs> they blow there's, horns. There's no two many, Joshua. They they blow horns in many of the books. There's no one and two yeah. Joshua. No, no, just okay. one, one, one and two Kings, Samuel, Samuel. Kings. Joshua Judges. I'm gonna Ruth, land chronic two. numbers. I'm gonna land this Wait, plane with uh, totally changing the subject. Is there okay, but in a good way. Um, and this is to uh, you know mothers and fathers, but um, you know I I'm in the middle of my parent conferences at work and. I sat with a dad of, uh, he has a daughter in my class and that man, he sat in front of me and, uh, things got a little teary eyed on both sides. And it's, I was, it was an exceptional conversation, but it was a father who, um, there's divorce recently. Well, not recently, a couple years back. And he's kind of been, he, he's had to take the reins and he, he's like, I don't know how to do my daughter's hair. I got two girls and I've got two boys. And, um, he's telling me this, he just stopped. Like, how is my daughter doing? And, and I'm like, well, she's having some difficulty. You know, I know she changed schools and she came into my class and, you know, it was tough the first week. I've been real flexible. I've given her some space and I, I, she's been, she's been improving. She's gaining confidence. And he just stopped and started to tell me his story of like what's happened in their family. And I was just sitting in front of a father who is fighting for the life of his family and to keep things moving forward and to like, I'm working from this time to this time and I'm home when they get home and to take care of them. I'm, I'm, I'm doing YouTube videos to figure out how to do their hair. I'm like, oh my gosh, I mean, this is... Here's a father just fighting for it all, and I'm I'm in I'm getting teary eyed, and I'm telling him like I am I'm getting I'm trying to hold back tears, and he's like I I just can't. I mean I I mean he I was so moved that this man is doing this in his life, and and just trying to make ends meet, and he's telling me a story of he took his he took his kids out to get some clothes. Um, and spent a couple hundred dollars, and then he's like, "How about we'll all go to get some get some food at so you know a a you know dinner place?" And and his daughter, who's in my class, said, "No, no, it's okay, it's okay, Dad, I it's okay." And, but you love going there, and she's like, "No, no, no, you spent enough on us today. Well, I'm it. This is good." And I'm like, "That's such." Whatever he's doing in that family and whatever he's conveying to his kids, I was so moved by his story. And I'm like, I, it's horrible, the brokenness, because he said we're going through pretty much, he, he didn't say it, but going through hell in the last couple of years. And, and it, it, was a, it was a good story. It was a tough story, but we don't know where we are. We don't know where our neighbor is or our friends, like where are they at? We're standing next to people and telling them that they've, you know, they should act this way or they should do this and that. And you don't know the fight that everybody's going through. I mean, I know we're discussing, you know, what women in leadership, but I'm like, we don't know where, and we're 
people are fighting for their lives and their kids' lives and and friendships and and so I just wanted to kind of end with that thought that truly like loving your neighbor is I mean you love your God and love your neighbor and I, I think things get sorted out. That's if, how you love God, in my opinion. Yeah, and I just like if I hadn't heard that man's story. I'm glad I heard his story. I'm glad he felt comfortable in in in, in telling me, because it, I I see his daughter in a different light because I know she also has somebody fighting <clears throat> fighting for her at home, and you know it's that's just life. As I said, I go, you're you're living real life, and he just in tears. He's like, I am. And thank you. And that was that. It was a... So when you ask me, how you doing? I'm really well. Just to be a part of kids' lives in that way. And know that on the other end, there's parents just fighting for it all. That's so, cool, man. Amen. Another example of you doing a little bit of church in uh, <laughs> public school. Allegedly. You're not a woman. You couldn't have done that. <laughs> Scott, I was beer. <laughs> Speaking of that, yes, feedback um, for any individual person, insert our name in front of at brosbabblesbeer.com in your email or brosbabblesbeer on all the socials. And I would like to hear movie pitches. That'd be fun. <laughs> it's called First John, Second John, Third John. All right. First John, part three. Anyways, thanks for hanging out, Andy, again. Yep, thanks, yeah, thanks for Andy. And Scott, thank you for your perspective. Hey, you know, you know, I mean, I'm sure I don't you guys... think you're as big of an asshole as John MacArthur. Oh, thank you. Okay, thank or you. Walter. Or Walter. Or Walter. Yeah, especially now Walter. And Jeff, mm. you're just a special person. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, Andy, you know, I don't did, know why that's funny. Guys. Did you already thank Andy? Thanks, yeah, Andy. Andy I'll just you know, thanks I'll just for say, listening, Scott. Say, hey, thanks, Andy. Thanks for listening. Wait. Oh, you're welcome. I listen? I don't listen. No, Zach thanked Andy and then like, did we thank you? And oh. I said, thanks yeah, for listening, I said, Scott. I don't listen. <laughs> yeah. He doesn't listen and he doesn't listen when he's on it. <laughs> All right. I feel so thanked. I'm so hot. Yeah, you're welcome. It's, it's so hot. It's a straight up sauna in here. Yeah, 96. There's no more oxygen. It's like man spreading. Ugh. <laughs> I didn't shower. Ugh. That sounded. That sounded from way down. This man. should not it be was in the podcast. <laughs> oh my gosh. It was guttural. Potentiality to get juicy. So there's a. <clears throat> there's an episode. I've had a pee for 45 minutes. Of. Uh, um. Oh man, what's that show? Sweaty ears. With the, Blasphemy uh, of the Holy Spirit. 